Okay, I'm reloaded. J- J- Jeff London, DJ Jason Smith. Here come the pain. When the sun goes down, the music turns up. A whole new world opens up behind the velvet rope. Join us as we take you behind the scenes of the nightlife world. Are you ready? DJ Jason Smith, Jeff London. I'm the promoter, Please the DJ Hopper, live from Boston, Massachusetts. All right. I think I hit the cue point a little too early in the segment today. I'm sorry, fellas. Episode 43. 4-3. We got to change, change the intro, though. Yeah, we, we got, got, we got Braun. We got Braun in there. Shit. It's okay. What is that? What is that? Like, I'm not vain. Find right. a clip and it'll be like, DJ J. Smith, Jeff London. Run. <laughs> yeah, just do like a like a really bad, terrible edit. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. some dude. He's like, Run. with a sick, like huge echo on there. Like, make it big, make it big, like Riz. <laughs> nice, sweet. Well, once again, we're back. We are back. <laughs> Started off with the question of the week, which, per- which pertains to all of us. I like when they all know what I like when we get a question that. Pertains to all of us, and then Braun and I will come from a different angle, and you see that same question from another angle because of where you are within nightlife. Yo, we triangular, <laughs> triangular, boop, Illuminati. Yep. All right. Since we are no spring chickens here. <laughs> wait, wait. Says who though? It says I don't know. Since says a spring chicken. Um, I heard that AJ nothing but a number from Chiali. Does age matter when it comes to, do you think there is an age limit where you should be DJing in the club? No. I, do you think that people are like, oh, that's the old DJ in the club? Do I think that somebody's just going to be like, that's an old guy? Like, I'm looking at, like, I'm, I saw the list, right? Like, I know Green Velvet's, like, 53 or something like that. All right, right? so, yeah, we'll go but down to the list. when you look at Green green Velvet, do you go, wow, that guy's 53 years old? But Carl Cox, do you look, you understand Carl Cox is older, but you don't look yeah. at him like. He's, he's 57. Like, I, I think that you're describing all legends that, that could, you know what I mean, that are all, like, on their own, they're artists. But, yeah. I, but I do believe that, the like, the guy who just DJs on a Saturday, like, it is locally, I think at some point. <laughs> yeah, 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 you don't want to be that guy. That guy yeah, is yeah. too old to be, you know, DJing at, like, you know, the Golden Temple. Uh, or, he, like, 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 it's a beach bar. Like, he's just, yeah. like, he's like, yeah. ah, I used to be but, a really big DJ. But if you, if you make it long enough and then you become incredibly old, that might be kind of a vibe a little bit. Yeah. So if you're, like, if you're, like, 60 and you're DJing, be like, oh, look at that 60 year old DJing. But if you're 40 and yeah. you're kind of DJing in kind of some pathetic spots, 40, yuck. that's tough. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, be like a son, but it is true. I mean, son duo. The, 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 the list is deep because it is, I mean, it is all legends like Jazzy Jeff 53, Kyle Cox 55, Cool Herc 62, Sasha 52, Tiesto 54. Uh, Cascade, but the cool part about all those names is they have adapted throughout the years in in crafted to, to they you know developed different styles to stay relevant. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's totally about your relevance. And, yeah, and, and if you can 
you can adapt and change. How many times have you heard Cascade play the same acapella over a different genre of music that is more relevant than it was when it was actually created? So he takes those initial songs that were so big for him and still makes them relevant, even though the synth sound that he used back on the original is not relevant anymore. But you can become washed pretty easily. Like Chucky, that sound is not relevant anymore. Like that Dutch sound doesn't exist in, in music right now. So when he gets old, he's just going to be the old guy? The old no, he's going to have to change that. He's going to have to remix his songs. Like, damn, you's a sexy bitch. <laughs> damn, girl. It's a good song. It is. I, yeah, I think it, I think it really depends. I think that, that you could lose touch. It just, it just depends on when you lose touch. Exactly. It's all about, you know, so being, do you, do you staying think there, relevant. Do you think there are some DJs, I won't name names, but he was a, he probably had the biggest... I think his mixtapes were called underground mixtapes, and he was a huge. He sold the most mixtapes ever as like a house DJ in the nineties, and he still does places, but he's really irrelevant. But you could also still be like, oh, so like Atlantic City, right? So I was just there last Thursday. Shout out to everybody HQ two, and uh, everybody over there had a great time. They do digging in the crates nights where they bring in like those old DJs and they sell out every time. There is a market for that. There is there is a demand for that. Yeah, old people that want to go to the club once a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that would make it relevant. Get a babysitter, have date night. And yeah, sometimes you have a specific audience and then you just don't DJ as much as you used to, but, you know, you could. Yeah, yeah, you still have that. That. Oh. Wait, yeah, speaking whatever. of which, is this the first time you guys DJed together? Was this past weekend? Yeah, it was the first time. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's actually the first time I heard. Shout out to uh, Lazy Boy for having me in Braun out at the, the Nantucket place called yeah. The Box. We had a great time. At the Chicken Box. Wait, the is this the first box. time you heard him DJ? Yeah. I've heard Braun DJ, but I've never yeah, heard yeah. the extent of Braun DJ. And he is, I don't mean to put his like little dingling in my mouth, but he's. <laughs> Do it. I was really. Unpause. Unpausable, yeah. I was really impressed. Like I just must have said to Braun, "Wow, man, that's that's good." And you've heard Jason before, or is that the first? I've time heard I DJ. Heard? I've heard Jason DJ a bunch of times. Braun just is. Very I've heard. I've heard DJ. Uh, I've heard Jason open up for for Fabulous, and he got kind of got stuck out there for like an oh, hour like, and a half longer than he was supposed twice. to, and yeah. bodied it. Kept, like kept that entire oh, crowd thanks, going man. all night. I appreciate that. Wait, so did you guys go back and forth? Or did, we did yeah. about 45 minutes, 45 minutes, a couple oh, yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. And Braun is just like super clean, and he'll play songs that you're like, I try to be an oh shit DJ, and he took an oh shit DJ and made an oh shit DJ be an oh shit DJ. And when I mean oh, oh shit, shit DJ, oh, shit. it's when you're like, oh shit, I forgot about that. I yeah. like those. I like so, those. It was a good time. I think that's. The Lazy Boy DJ? Shout out to Lazy no. Boy. No. I mean, I a little very, bit. Actually, I don't think he did. He did not DJ <laughs> at all. And I said to him, I go, I'm, I'm very disappointed because I really wanted to hear him DJ. But I think it was just like, he, he Jay's was going in. We kind of, you know, he was, was just like, let me, let, let me let these guys do it. Right, 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 right. Yeah. The energy was crazy. I definitely played records in there. And Braum, I, th I believe, played records in there that don't normally get played out. Now, they people would never in Nantucket, you think of the little, you know, bougie-ass little island, you know, stuff like that, but people responding to records that? 
Dude, we're playing for a way younger crowd than I th- I'm used yeah. to. But it's also kind of an industry night too on Monday, so Got it's it. like a lot of like bartenders and bar bags, so they were club owners. It. Yeah, Braun was playing records that I didn't think they were going to respond to because they were too young, and they were fucking loving it. I love that. Yeah. So that means something because that gave me a vibe of me playing the lounges in New York City. They were ex- they were open and accepting different types of music rather than it happened to be like the same drake songs like i don't even think i didn't play peppas i didn't play any of that stuff i like that we didn't play peppas no <laughs> how dare we i don't think i played bad you he played bad bunny though i did i like bad bunny and i like peppas <laughs> well, that shit goes that shit goes it does it goes but it's like kind of a nice breath of fresh air not to play that shit it's in my head now Braun played uh, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, rock, four o'clock. Into what? Uh, I think clock on the wall. I think into Doja Cat. (laughs) Oh, you can play into clock on the wall. Uh, that's a that's a little too much. Yo, we are talking about a little too much clock reference. Yeah, too much clocking. We were speaking about Riz prior to coming on the podcast, and Riz used to do something really. Well, speaking of speaking of that, I used that's where I ripped it off from. Yeah, Riz used to do a really. I didn't mean to blow you up. I oh, it's fine. Yo, Riz, he's over here using your mixes, son. Riz is very, Riz is very aware of that. <laughs> Wait, we were just talking about that the other day about some local uh, Boston cats that had a little bit of beef because you said he took his mix, but then he released it as like a, almost like a. Well, I, listen, if you hear a cool mix and it's like and you and you use it and it works, I mean that's one thing, but don't like. Put it online and be like, "Yo, check out what I made." And wow. that that ran into the conversation and talk brought back that conversation about Ted Smooth and 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 um and uh what was the what was his name? Oh, the DC dude. No, where Ted Smooth took the record. Uh, uh, it was a big deal. He took uh the Beyonce Love on Top record. Yeah, it was from that from uh, uh Mel Star. Mel Star. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it was a big deal for like about you know a few. Geeks. <laughs> it's like four days. <laughs> well, it seems like Beyonce is always like that. I mean, the Khalees thing just happened. I think she kind of just ended like Khalees, yeah, well, which is so weird. About yeah, I, and, and oh. it's from it's from the song Energy, right? So that intro where it's like Energy, that's Khalees, right? Is yeah, that, is that the? No, it was no. It's a sample. It was it's a, a milkshake sample. It's I a thought. milkshake sample, but it wasn't a sample. It's called something else. It wasn't. It's like a interpolation. <laughs> Yeah. Interpolation. It was like yeah, interpolation of the sample of milkshake, and that's what it was. Yeah, when well, it was produced by Pharrell, right? And so why why is Khalees so bent out of shape? Well, it? apparently, I from what I saw and heard, she was bent out of shape because nobody asked her, or told her that they were going to do it. Well, but, I mean, her relationship with Pharrell is not good right now. So not why, good at so all. So why she was like talking mad yeah. shit about Pharrell? And and then uh, Beyonce put her as a credit on the song. Oh, she did. And then I didn't know that. Which and Khalees is not credited to the milkshake song. Oh, it's to the well, song as a writer. As a writer, yeah. Maybe she didn't write it. Did she write well, it? She, she claims that she wrote it. Yeah, but well, she never got whatever. She, she never got it. So Beyonce just like flipped it and just took her off totally and everything. So she's now she's getting no money for it and took the sample off. Speaking of the ridiculous. The, oh, so that so the one that's on the album doesn't have the the, the sample on it. Correct. Oh, okay. Should we release the album with those? Yeah, and she took out some words that people were complaining about. Because that song's popping. But that new song, Break My Heart, is that what it is? Um, 
Break my. Is that what it is? I don't know the what the name title of it, of it break, is. But it. Break my soul. Break my soul. Yeah, I noticed <laughs> it, which was so nice that they're coming out with just a shit ton of remixes. Like we used to have back in the day, you'd have like a dub mix. You'd well, have. It's, like, good. it's not that fast. It's, it's only it's only one fifteen. So I yeah. think it, it needs to. You know, they need to have legs. like a one twenty five. And you get like five different remixes. You got five. You know, I, I, I wish they days. brought like the the old school remixes back, like Trackmasters remix. Oh no! Man, like, like oh my god! Like he played. Uh, who's, who's that three thousand? Mariah Carey used to have dope remixes too. Yeah, Tra- tracks like three thousand or something. I forget who's. And every, everyone had like the the New York subway mix. Oh, you're talking <laughs> about like oh like uh, I know like X mix. Didn't Armin Van Helden own that? Company? All the X mixes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about like when you'd have like uh, like yeah. the Mariah Carey and like the Locks was on the remix. Like oh that like those that was an era. Like even we were talking about uh, Craig Mack earlier. Flavor in your ear. That remix was amazing. You don't have records like that. How anymore. many? How many songs can you think of where the remix was more popular than the I'll, original? The one that really changed everything was Kid Cudi, uh, Day and Night. Because when that Crookers remix came out, that's what made that song popular. I believe. I can I can name a few. Name a few. All right. There's one that's is an old R and B one that came out. Um, I'm drawing a blank on it. That's way more popular than the than the first one, I think. Uh, Craig Mack won Flavor Nier remix. Yeah, I think that that can be considered that. Uh, uh, I need a girl. One more chance remix was was amazing too. One more chance. The I need a girl. The the the, yeah. the oh, Diddy. Diddy. What else was really good? Uh, this is fun. I like this one. Um, the, I mean, there has oh, there the has, there DJ has to be Clue some more one? Diddy Diddy ones though. There has to be a ton. Did Angie of Diddy Martinez ones. have one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You would know. Ah. <laughs> He's like, yo, that Angie Martinez remix, though. Kid Cudi's definitely day and night had gave it legs, changed that song. I liked, uh, oh, Brandy sitting. No, it was Brandy sitting in my room. No, it was, that was Louise. that was the one. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't remember. Out the of Brandy all record. songs in the world, the we re- had this bit. We were like, yo, I'll name it. We can't Sorry. name any of them. We're like, ah. Uh, there, I there mean, are there. Whitney yeah. Houston, Jonathan Peters remix. What? <laughs> Jeez. Excuse me? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that one. Oh, that was a big record in New York. Which one was it? See, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> like, hey, man, that was a big record in New York. Oh, <laughs> don't be that guy. Which one was it, man? It's like, this is like that game show when you're sitting at home and they're firing off, name this song. You're like, I know that shit. But then you're on the game show, you're like, uh, we should put a, we should put a pin in this and come up with a really good list because yeah we could put we yeah could put a, we'll we come back to that yeah we'll, we'll rewind this. List this and now it's you know we'll go back with, with the DJ stuff we're going all DJ stuff today is you know the big topic conversation I think which happened last week which will air next week so probably happened kind of older news but it's kind of relevant and I know this happened uh, shout out to um, sour milk this happened with him one time. But the Wiz Khalifa incident with the DJs. Yeah. And obviously there are so many sides of the story. DJ's side, Wiz's side, the apo- the half apology from Wiz. Um, yeah. That what what story so did you sincere. hear about? I heard that it was, well, the truth is it was actually Wiz Khalifa's release party for the new album. Single yeah, release single, or album release? I don't release. know. Okay. Go ahead. I'm not a... I don't really go on Spotify <laughs> and listen to Quizzle. Quiz- was this Jonathan Peters remix? Shut up, guys. But <laughs> he was, uh, he was, uh, 
having a release party for either a single or an album. And the DJ didn't have any of the music or something like that. And then not only when he did get the music, the M's, the DJ continuously talked over the song why Wiz was talking to. Yeah. I mean, I, if that's if that's true, then I think that's complete. I think his actions are completely justified. Oh yeah, totally. Man. He didn't swing on anybody. You know what I mean? I mean, he knocked off their hats. Hey. <laughs> Yo, man, you knocked my hat off. You stepped on my Jordan. But I, I mean, yes. Did he overreact a little bit? Yes. But at the same time, he probably felt like such like a loser. Like the DJ, he, it's his thing. He yeah, doesn't have any yeah, of his yeah, music. Yeah. He's not prepared. It like, kind of happened with me in French Montana a few weeks ago. <laughs> it happened with yeah. It, it happens. It does. Out of all the songs I had ready for French, he asked me for the one song I didn't have, and he goes, "What? You ain't got this song in your Serato over the mic?" Oh, which one is that? I just fucking I don't know. Kid Kodak Black record. I don't know. Oh, I got it. I bet you do. I got it. <laughs> what would you do in that situation? A, not talk on the well, mic. Well, first of all, I wouldn't talk on the mic. Second of all, I would have been wicked pre- over prepared because that's what I do. Except for if you're French Montana, I'm underprepared. <laughs> but. You have to. You have to know what you're getting into. It's not when you, when when you're DJing and I have a celebrity host or guest. It's no longer my show. I right. have to take that step back. Mm-hmm. I agree. And you, that's your fucking job, dude. Do how, it. How how quickly is it for you guys to download a song, or find a song, and download it? I don't download anything when I'm DJing. I don't know what about you. I, yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. How long does it take to do? Uh, you ever download a song before? <laughs> on, on Napster? No, but I don't know. Napster, Wait. yes. I mean, it's, it literally takes two seconds. Okay. All yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. So, Shout out Napster. No, but I'm saying yeah, and then if it's bouncy, you have to find it on some, you know. I mean, you have, I, to, go, you have I, to go through all your options of, you know. Headliner and, and where you get your songs, DJ City and no, no, you just go there. iTunes, download, and you can just drag it right. It's not really fun when you're doing that under pressure, though. It's not fun, but it's it's part of the you know it's part of what, it's part of the thing. It's part of what we do. It sucks. You're like I know. Oh, one night this was a cool story. Fifty Cent memoir. For some reason, I was transferring music from computer to computer at that time, and I he asked that. me to play Twenty One Questions. Right, and you know Fifty, he always he likes to you know go over his his vocals Mm -hmm. i didn't have 21 questions Mm. but i did have the acapella i mean no i excuse me i had the instrumental so i'm rocking instrumental he's like yeah we're we're vibing and i'm like oh shit somebody sings on you know nate dogs on the hook so i was like i know there's no hook on there so i had to find out where 50 was performing live in his set cue the acapella up to that point and then when Nate's part came in, put the acapella over the instrumental live. That, that's that's like giving me anxiety. You just tell it me that story. It was so much, dude. That seems harder than downloading the song. Yeah. Yeah, but I was mid-song and I remembered, oh, my God, there's no chorus if on you that. Pull that, that chorus if, if you successfully pulled that off, that's very impressive. He did. That's impressive. Jeff was there he to did. witness. He, yeah, and he talked about it for two days in a row. <laughs> you talk about me burying jokes all the time. Yes. Let's not air our dirty laundry on air in front of the public. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I see you. I smell it. So, what, I mean, in 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 turn, Wiz's apology was kind of half-assed. But why but should he have to apologize? I mean, the only reason why he had to apologize because DJs came out. They yes, were like, you can't be talking exactly. to DJ. Why not? Yeah, he's yeah, like some. Yeah. He's not. He wasn't some big time DJ. Yo, DJs, I support you all. That's me. Yeah. That was like. He didn't have to do that. I know he supports me. I don't know those dudes. 
Do you know who those DJs are? No, no one no. does. That's why they were probably trying to get that minute of fucking fame. Imagine if they planned that. Fred Matters is. He's like, they I were just was, a couple workers. Well, when I saw it was that pop. When I saw Wait, that, do you think they're too old to play in the club? <laughs> no, they're too young. They look too young. I thought that it was. When I saw the headline, I got, oh shit, because it said the poppy. And I know Fred Matters is like the resident over there. So I thought it was it had something to do with Fred, but it had nothing to do with Fred. Fred's good. Fred's in the clear. Fred yeah. is clear. Speaking of which, we're announcing Wiz Khalifa in 10 minutes, Monday, August 22nd. Well, Taylor Gang release party. Whoop, whoop. Official after party. <laughs> whoop, whoop. The official whoop. after party. I was watching the Juggalos, like, videos, like, uh, from, from, uh, what's that thing called? You been there? Uh, the Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, it was this past weekend. I saw <laughs> <laughs> I went down a deep TikTok hole when I, I hashtagged yeah. the gathering. No the way you did. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love that. There must have been gems in there, huh? Oh, so many good ones. I mean, Braun DJed at the gathering. I did. This, this lineup looks sick. They had Slick Rick. They had Karis One I yeah. saw. Karis One was there when I did it, too, in the Ghetto Boys. Who yeah. performed in uh, that one dude that wears the makeup, the skinny one? <laughs> He's like, my idol is here. Uh, and I was like, God, you never met that dude before? I can't yeah. remember what it was. I mean, if you guys would like to, at some point, go to a, a Insane Clown Posse-related show, like, I, I'll roll with y'all. We don't have to go to the gathering. They do perform, like, other places. I know. I think but, I like that. And they do the Fuego shower at all Everywhere? How do they get it? They have to import it? Do they show up with cases of two liters of Fuego? Is it Fuego? Right yeah, it is, right? Fuego. Fuego. Fuego or yeah. Fuego. No, not Fuego. That's a liar. That's it's fire. Hot. <laughs> it's a better name. It is. Hell yeah. Fago. F-A-Y-G-O, I believe it is. Uh, yeah, and then they just they just literally just spray everyone Dude, down. If you spray, and you're just like a sticky mess at no, the end if of you every spray show. Fo- Pause. If you spray <laughs> soda or champagne on me, we're going to have a problem. I don't want to smell like either one of those things. It's smelly. The yeah. sugary, the sugary, sticky smell. Do they do it at the beginning, like the middle of the show, and everybody? No, no, they do it at the end, which is nice, which is which is courteous, I believe. They do this cool thing where he like puts it under his armpit and it sprays really hard. It looks like breast milk coming out. Mm. <laughs> it's, orange. it's orange. Is it only orange? No, they have like all. They have different no, flavors. They have all now. the flavors, yeah. Dude. Cotton candy, strawberry. Ugh. You know, it's like all syrup. You gonna get the betas. <laughs> Diabetes. They're going to give you the betas. Two. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I, I, maybe I'd go to a show. Yeah, you had to, we had to paint our faces, though. You understand that. You can't just go to the show. I want to go and stand Would you paint your face, Jason? way in the back. If it was like in a town, if it was in like Iowa City, Iowa, yeah. You got to just get your hands dirty. You got to get, you can't sit in the back. If you got to do it, you got to, you got to see yeah. what's going on. I couldn't do that for like, even if it was somebody I really wanted to see. I have social anxiety. Carly, would you go to a. St. Clown Posse show? He already has been. It. I'd do it, yeah. yeah like, I'm telling you, everyone should do it. Face for sure. It's an experience. <laughs> Are they going to retire soon? They're older. Dude, they're like, they got to be, like, they have to be, they were putting records out in the late 80s. Oh, they're loaded. Oh, my God. You ever see the Howard Stern where they get in a fight with Sharon Osbourne? No. No. Oh, my God. It's like a classic gem. Everybody, go I- Google ICP versus Sharon Osbourne. It is gold. She's like calling him like she, she. You don't want to mess with Sharon Osbourne. No, no, not at all. I take her on. <laughs> they, I feel like they've beefed with a lot of people though. Yeah, a lot of Detroit dudes. Eminem. Are they from Detroit? Yeah, they're from Detroit. Yeah. Do they like Kid Rock? I think they beefed with Kid Rock. Yeah, they definitely beefed. Uh, I, I remember um, uh, Bubba Sparks. They had a beef with Bubba Sparks, Why? and he did the gathering. Yeah, 
And when he came out, the entire crowd Voodoo. turned. No, they turned. They put their backs to him. His whole set. So oh. in the entire set, the entire crowd was sitting <laughs> with their backs to him. That's crazy. but they were singing along to it. No, they just oh. they didn't do shit. I would have sat down and. I'm, I'm fat. I can't stand that long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you stay in the tents and everything when you went to the gathering? Or did they put you up somewhere? No, I did not stay in a tent with the uh, the juggalos. We stayed at a hotel, which was yeah. nice. But they we, we were in the backstage area. So I want to know like, what goes on in those tents when the show. No, well, it is on. it is it's an open drug market. So it's an open air drug market. They're selling drugs. So the the police just basically barricade around, around the festival. The festival. Right, they yeah. never go in there. So there's like drugs and sex and real creepy white trash shit going on. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's. it's good I just time. thought of something. My dude, they used to do photos for us all the time. Bored something boredom. His name was like I forgot. He goes there every year. And That's takes a tough photos. name for a photo guy. Boredom. boredom. Yeah. Well, hold on. I feel like an asshole. It, if you guys don't understand, it's really early in the morning for me. And I haven't had my coffee yet, so please bear with me. It's like noon, right? Yeah, it's noon. It's noonish. Shh. Noonish. I, I don't come on. Driven by boredom, that's the dude. Driven by boredom. That's a way better name than just boredom. Boredom. Yeah. I knew it was boredom some. You know I can only remember half of Driven things. by boredom. Is Driven by good. boredom. I like good. that. Yeah, so, so he, he, he shoots all the, uh, the gatherings, and I always go through his blog after. Yeah, he still has a blog, and it's pretty amazing to see all yeah. those pictures. Which is it's it's weird because they I don't know if you saw the documentary of Woodstock '99, like, and that was a big deal. I saw that the shit happens one. at the at the gathering every, every year. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They burning. They the burn, burn the shit, shit down, down every yeah. year. They burn it to the ground. Which one? Oh, I saw the HBO one. I haven't seen the Netflix one yet. Netflix one is dope. Wait, they have a Netflix one? They have a new one that just came out, yeah, and like it really goes into detail, week. like a lot oh, more because detail. I, I was wondering why people are always mentioning the 90s. I was like, that came out last year on HBO. I watched that. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. There's, There's a, a new, new one. one. It's really good. I've noticed that lately, too. Like, HBO will do a doc, and then, like, Netflix or another company will yeah, also Yeah, Fire Festival they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hulu had one, and who else had one? Netflix and Hulu, Netflix. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think one I Hulu one was better, I think. I don't remember. Um, yeah, that is. I, now we got to watch the the Netflix one because I was I love the the HBO one. I thought they did a pretty good job on that one. Yeah, they. I like how they include the families that were actually you know yeah affected by. But this one, they there. they talked about the rave tent a lot. They didn't really talk about the rave tent. I didn't even all. know there's a rave. Yeah, tent so they had there. they interviewed Fat Boy Slim. Oh, they did, and he was like talking about how they shut it down because someone stole a van and just drove a van through the rave. What? So in the middle of the yeah, rave, there's like this van. It's like people are getting out the way, no and it's like way. people are just like Jesus Christ. Did it run anybody over? Anything? No, but like it was like there was dudes on top of it, and they had to shut the whole rave down. That's crazy. And Fat boy Slim was like, "These socks." <laughs> That's insane. Norman Cook. <laughs> Norman Cook is coming to a big night live. That's fine. so was Fat Boy Slim. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're excited about that. Yeah. We're actually just talking about that Fat is going to be in dope. The car. That's going to be fire. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Does he, have any, he has put a little bit of new music out, but I feel like I don't know. But his catalogs is so crazy that like, it's re- you yeah. know what I mean? That's gonna be that's gonna be fun. What a great night! Go get your tickets. Yeah, get your tables. Tickets, call, tables. Call, call this guy. <laughs> yeah. if you need his table. It's, it's kind of near my birthday, so that's gonna be like kind of my my birthday ish celebration. We're gonna have a sign come out that says Brown, Happy Birthday, Brown. Oh, I've never had one of those. That's Me what either. I want. Oh, I did have yeah. one. You know what? I've never I've never purchased a bottle at a club in my entire life. Two of us. 
and don't, I've don't do it. And I no, I I mean yeah, and I've never had one of those signs with my name my name on it. Okay, well you can fix both of that. Let's do it. And I'll bring a fat head out too. Oh, if you bring that, I'll just have that's the trifecta right there. Ooh, that's Oof. like bronze head's gonna explode from excitement. <laughs> it's gonna turn to confetti. Where are you where are you at this weekend? Uh, uh, what do you mean? DJing wise? Oh, nowhere. I'm just gonna. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna, uh, gonna watch some Netflix. Yeah, what do you mean you know. Um, actually, yeah. No, you got Thursday, right? Uh, I'm at the W actually on Friday. Nice. Wait. And uh, concepts too. You around here this weekend? Uh, oh, tonight you're at. Oh, tonight I'm at Empire. Yes, I am gonna come. Ooh. I am gonna come through tonight. I got a fun party on Friday. Where I'm opening up for Dada Life. Oh uh, yeah, that's that should be dope. good. I mean, it's just Dada though. It's or just Dada. Dada. It's, it's just da. Da. Dada. Dada. <laughs> it's not Da Da Da. The other, da. Yeah. the other guy's been sick for many years now. Is that what it is? Yeah, he's been, unfortunately, I hope he gets better soon. It's been years. They used to come out in their banana suits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be a good night. Yeah, it should be fun. I'm excited to. You might know. pop in. I might pop in after. Uh, I might pop in for that too. And that's a. This is a good opening s- slot for me because I don't really play anything like that. Yeah. Like as far when I play house music, I don't play anything that that kind of would would call you know, would sound like what he would play. So it, I'm a good person to open. Sometimes like you'll have like a progressive house. DJ open for a progressive house DJ, and then it's like it just becomes too much. You know what I mean? I think you should burn them. I think, yeah. <laughs> like if I have to open for Aoki, I'm not playing any like really hard like EDM stuff. Like I'm playing more sexy. You know what I mean? I, I want somebody to play like because Aoki said it's it's great and everything, but there's a lot of songs that he has in almost every set. I'd love to have an opening DJ come out and just play burn all them. of them. Just all burn them and be like, oh my god, I have a story about please, that. Please, let's get into it. This kid I in Atlantic City was opening for Aoki and uh, I don't know if he just lost track of what he was doing, but he played like, you know, bootleg and it had a bootleg, like a snippet of Aoki songs in it. And that was at the point where, like, his sound manager or the light guy was in the building. He immediately texted Aoki. Aoki hit the manager, said, you got to pull this DJ right this second or I'm not coming down. So some guy, that some host had to go in there with his computer and, like, play off iTunes until Aoki. The kid had wow. to leave the booth. He his DJ gear was in the booth, and they wouldn't even let him in the back in the booth to get his stuff out until Aoki left the building. That's a little aggressive. It is, but yeah, you'd be mad though. I mean, I wouldn't be mad enough where I'm like, uh, "Can you murder this guy now, please? Like, <laughs> can you shoot him in the face? Can you yeah, take him in the shoot. back and break? He his needs legs? to be shot in the face right now." <laughs> oh man, I remember I, I opened up for Aoki and I played that Douster. Um, the, oh, I remember the, that the, one. Yeah, um, the. Uh, Let's see. Uh, uh, Zwinga. Oh, the Lion yeah, King Lion thing. King, yeah. And I, yeah, he got, he got, he was bad at that. Really? But, but he didn't like kick me out of the building. You saw both your legs. I did, yeah. Oh, I had another French story. I played all the way up by accident. And, f- and why he was in the building. What'd he say? I immediately shut it off before. Like, I, oh. I, like, I caught it. Oh, little John yelled at me once for burning him. Would you? How'd you burn John? I played "Blow the Whistle." He never plays that song, and at that point, it was so many years ago. I didn't even know he produced it. Oh yeah, he produced pretty much all of that stuff. All that hyphy shit. Era, yeah, he's such a genius, that dude. Shout oh, to little John. He's Shout out little man. John. 
People don't understand his knowledge of like house music too. Like people always like he has a he's a DJ. He's like an insane like house. John, DJ. let's get you on the show. Let's go. Let's go, John. Uh, so John, John and I were talking. John, hey, we got our John here. <laughs> John Smith. She's our DJ John. <laughs> DJ How are you? Yeah. He, uh, he was telling me that when he grew up in Atlanta, how it was so difficult for him to fit in anywhere because he was a, a, a black man that was a skater. And back then, it was all white kids. But he was so influenced by all that music, and that's how he's just become such a diverse DJ. I've seen him play a rock and roll set for 20 minutes, and it was bananas. He's he's a DJ. It's John. It's John. I appreciate that. I appreciate people that can actually, you know, be part of the art form instead of just trying to be the art form. I like that. Shouts to John. You should quote me on that one. I will quote you on that one. <laughs> Yo, why are you trying to be the art form? <laughs> yeah. I think we should end on that one. Word nice up. quote from Jason yeah. Smith. So tell them where they can find you. They can find you at Jason Smith Music. Brian, where can they find you? Uh, I have a shift at CVS in South End uh, on Saturday. I'm doing like noon to close. Where can they find you on social media? Oh, um, uh, Bronski Beat on Instagram. Don't you still have your MySpace? I do. Sick. And I'm Jeff London underscore. And we are? Well, two DJs and a promoter. Yes, yeah. sir. Known as I'm the promoter. They're the DJs. Peace. Jeff London, DJ Jason Smith. Here come the pain.